This episode of Is Told by Reese is brought to you by the makers of Sleepless Nights, Insomnia. Yes, Insomnia. For when you can't get to sleep, don't. And now, let's start the show. So I feel way too often in this podcast, we talk about me, but we never really get the chance to talk about you, what you've been up to, what you've been doing, how have you been coping with life? So I thought we'd do something a little different. I am going to ask you how you're doing. So take these next couple of moments and tell me how you're doing. Oh wait, this is a podcast. I guess we can't do that. Well, since we can't do that, I guess I'm just going to have to talk about things and you're going to have to listen. Well, you don't really have to listen, but at least have me on in the background so it can count for something. What have I been up to lately is what you are asking yourself. But that's weird because you're asking me, so it's really what have you been up to lately. So let's just say you ask what have you been up to lately and you're asking me. Well, I'm glad you asked, because I'm going to tell you anyway. I've been spending a lot of time on the treadmill. That's right, the treadmill. But not some gym treadmill, because gyms aren't a thing right now for me. So instead, I have brought it primitive. I am going back to nature's treadmill outside. Because when you think about it, That is what outside is. It's nature's treadmill. Someone took walking and said, what if we could do this inside a place? And boom, a treadmill is made. But as my mind is often want to do or does, that got my mind to just wandering off to different thoughts. Nature's treadmill, outside. Life's treadmill, work. Works, treadmill, emails. Or is life's treadmill life? Some for you to think about. Not for me, because I already thought about it all the time, constantly. And yes, <laughs> life's treadmill seems to be life. And you churn until you can't churn anymore. But speaking of churning until you can't churn anymore... These are the doubts that I find myself faced with. I find myself always asking, did I wait too late to get started or to execute this or to execute that? That's a very real concern for me. And here's why. Remember back in college when I said, I am going to have two decisions to make for me at that time. I'm either going to create I'm either going to pursue business and attempt to make that a thing, or I'm going to pursue creativity and attempt to make that a thing. I chose business. At the time, I thought I chose right. I definitely did not, and the way it went. And I spent the majority of my 20s 
just not being miserable, being unhappy, being unfulfilled, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. And I don't have a lot of money to show for that time. Now, of course, hindsight is perfect vision. I don't want to call it 2020 because 2020 has been, well, 2020. So hindsight is perfect vision. And now I can say, yeah, it was a mistake to do that. But where I'm in my life, I don't think I would have been any further behind if I had a degree in the creative or performing arts or some sort of English lit or anything than a degree in business because I really didn't get that far in my career. Money-wise, there was some decent money. It was never great. It wasn't terrible, but it was never overwhelmingly great to make me never regret my decision. And since quitting that soul-crushing, time-sucking corporate job I used to have, I have spent most of my time, effort, and energy trying to develop my creative interest. Um, that's had me behind the eight ball a bit because I don't have any formal training and things, so I have to learn a lot of things on my own. Learning a lot of things on my own, while it's been fun and it's been very intuitive, it puts me behind everyone. Not everyone, but a lot of people. But I think for me, it's the timing of everything, right? I knew YouTube was going to be a big, huge, successful thing. And I was actually an early adopter of YouTube. I started using YouTube when it first came around. And I just kept looking at clips and creators and people. And I was like, man, this is amazing. This is going to be big. Lo and behold, several, several, several years later, I became a YouTuber. But not until well after YouTube had been established and people were establishing themselves as big players in the entertainment community. Uh, a lot of the big entertainers today, music, um, acting, and other things, got their start off of YouTube. And they've been able to go on and do big things on and off YouTube. And I thought at the time that I got on, it hadn't reached a saturation point, but... I got on it exactly as it had reached its saturation point. And it was like, oh, I was probably a year too late. Now, the content that I created on YouTube, what I started out with, was actually pretty good content. I'm really... It was skit-based, relationship-based content. And although I didn't get a lot of views personally, it took a lot of time, effort, and energy into it. And conceptually i knew it would work i knew that style of humor was prepared for youtube because youtube viewers were getting older not only were the younger audience getting older but there's an older audience that was coming to youtube and i'm like they're probably going to want to see something a little different than what's already offered on there now my instincts were right because Right now, that's a large part of the audience, not only on YouTube, but all across all the social media platforms where you can put that kind of content, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. Now, objectively, I don't know if my content's any good or not, but subjectively, the content that I do have was right on pulse as to what was going to be a big trend in the field. But... I think I was too late in establishing my YouTube identity. And now, 
what I do on YouTube is completely different from what I started doing. And it's very niche and it's not going to get that big. It's just not. It's But that's okay because that time that I spent during YouTube, I see it as my second college stint or whatever because I learned a lot about editing, creating, dealing with deadlines, dealing with budgets. So there's a lot I learned from that, but there's definitely a ceiling there and it's definitely a shelf life. And if I'm being honest with myself, I probably have reached the end of my rope with YouTube, at least as far with the type of content I make on there now. There may be a pivot, there may be something different, but I feel like I've reached my maturation point with the content that I make on YouTube. But the YouTube thing is really just a microcosm of what happens with me. I'm just a little late to the party, and that little late ends up being really late to the party. And that really late to the party means not really actually having been invited to the party and just showing up unannounced when people are already cleaning up. And it's like, well, you could have been here a lot earlier. And now, well, I guess you can help the cleanup. And it's like, no, I didn't. <sighs> Timing is everything. Always has been, always will be. Is that hyperbole? Yes. Yes, it is. But is it also true? Yes. Yes, it is. Absolutely. All the time. Podcasting. Podcasting is huge. It's here to stay and it's growing bigger every day. There's millions upon millions of dollars being thrown around to find the next big best thing, as XYZ Podcast will tell you. So that means everybody else is trying to be XYZ Podcast. And then you got me. I into the podcast game because... I thought it'd be fun. And hey, thought maybe with my personality, if I could find the right few people, then maybe this could be something. But realistically, how many people is this going to reach? Who's my audience? Why would they listen to me? Will I have enough content all the time to keep this interesting? Will I ever be able to monetize this platform? And what does monetizing this platform even look like? And with hundreds upon hundreds upon thousands upon millions i'm making those numbers up of podcasts to choose from how would they even find me to try me i have a pretty decent following on youtube and instagram between the two of them but no one pays attention to me on either of those platforms especially not instagram people are just following me to be followed back so it's not like i could say hey follow me on here Everyone come to my podcast because that's where my main thoughts and ideas and activities are going to be because that's not the truth. That is not the truth. I'm constantly creating, but sometimes I don't even have the space to create. I mean the physical space, the actual physical space. I'm doing this at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning because that's the only time I had some free time to do this and I just happen to be awake because life. So it's not like I can always clear my schedule to create. I just have to find the time. But I'm doing this relatively consistently and there will not be an overnight success story for me because I've been at this a long time. And by this, I mean my creative stuff because obviously I haven't been podcasting for a long time. 
but I've been creating for a long time. But I do wonder, what if I had started creating earlier? What if I had been one of the early adopters of being a YouTube creator? What if I had, what if I had tried to become an entrepreneur earlier? What if I had tried to become a filmmaker earlier? What if I had tried to write that novel that I was trying to write earlier, 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 earlier? And here's why I say this for me. It's not because I regret not making the decisions that I made in the past, because what we do in the past shapes who we are today, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Can't change a thing. You can't live with regrets, et cetera, et cetera. But for me, it's actively, I have been late to the party so much that right now, right this very moment, I'm probably late to some party that I don't know about. And that's the problem. My whatever it is could be there, but because I'm always bad with the timing of things, I could be missing it because I don't know what it is. Or I know what it is, but I'm slow to adopt or something. Just something. I don't know. Here's a story. <laughs> Back when I first started deciding that I was going to take my podcast in a different direction and kind of make it a different podcast, make it something interesting and unique to stand out from the thousands of other ones that want to be interesting and unique. But by finding a way to do it organically, I had an idea for a episode. Actually, I had an idea for a number of episodes, but the episode was going to kick off with this idea. How to survive the apocalypse. If something globally bad happened, where the world was in disarray, or the world was in trouble, or the world ended, etc., etc., how would you survive? And it was going to be equal parts informative and funny and talk about who would need what skills and why. It was going to get very meta and metatextual, contextual, and all those things. And that happened, let's see here, I had the idea in 2019, I had the idea in 2019, and I was going to actually publish that episode in March 2020. And then March 2020 happened, and I said, that would be a very horrible, horrible, horrible idea at this point. It's just in poor taste for me. I don't yet have the audience to know that I would mean nothing by that, or I'm not trying to capitalize off anything by that. I don't have the... Make no mistake, I have the ability to have the conversation, but I don't have the gravitas or temerity to pull it off convincingly, to pull it off well. Sometimes you got to know your limitations, and that's certainly one of mine. I just... I'm not a personality yet out there to be like, okay, yeah, we know him enough to pull it off. I'm not. So here I go. If I had just put that idea, put it out there in 2019, that would be out there. That's an idea I had. And it was a great idea for the time. It would have been fun. It wouldn't have been so serious, but we could have had a lot of fun with it. Now, <laughs> as I said earlier, it would just be in very poor taste. And yeah, that's just going to have to go in the vault and never see the light of day. 
But that's the issue. A lot of things that I think or I tell others about, etc., etc., either never pull them off or pull them off way later than I feel I should have. And by the time I pull it off, it's like, well, it's kind of old hat. It's over. It's done with. And that's the frustrating part. Because a lot of the ideas I do have, I know would work. Because, past this prologue, they have worked. Here's the catch, though. Just because they do work and they have worked, doesn't mean they necessarily could work for me. They might work for me, or it might end up being one of the many failures that I've acquired over time. And trust me, it's been many, many, many failures. So many failures. An abundance of failures. Did I mention failure? So I do get frustrated with myself. I get frustrated with the past me that didn't believe in the me enough to say, hey, go pursue that which will make you happy. And I'm frustrated with the present me because I know I'm not doing something that I should be doing or I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing, but I don't know what that is yet. Or I do know what it is, I just can't quite decipher how I'm supposed to be doing it. And I'm also frustrated with the future me because future me is going to be looking at past and present me, which both would be past me and be like, why didn't you get in on that? It's like investing in a stock or investing in cryptocurrency. The early adopters of Tesla, Bitcoin, Apple, well, Apple's a little older now, but Tesla and Bitcoin, if you bought into them when they first were introduced to the market and just kept them and had a significant amount of whatever their base level of investing was, whatever that base level to get on was, and you bought a block of it, you'd be a very rich woman or man or however you identify by now. And it's funny because if you think about it, anyone at certain point when they first both went to market could tell, hey, Tesla's probably going to be successful. And Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, for those, there was even time during Bitcoin, even after it was first introduced to the market, where it's like, this still has a lot of room to go. And then it doubled, it tripled, it quadrupled, etc., etc. Had you put in a little bit at the beginning, or even a couple of years ago, or even last year, you'd be sitting on a lot of money. And it's funny because with both of those things, I had conversation with friends like, hey, friends, family, these are going to be big things. Ha ha ha. Do 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 do. And lo and behold, it's created billionaires and millionaires. Or has it? It has. It has. And made certain millionaires and billionaires richer. And now I can say with confidence, I am pursuing things I love and I will be pursuing those things for the rest of my life, however short or long that is, but with certain things I love, I would definitely be better at them if I had started them a lot earlier. And as we all tell ourselves, it's about the journey, not the destination. Yes, yes, of course, we all agree with that. But at some point, I'd like to at least take a pit stop at a pretty good destination. Like, ah, because the destination is still part of the journey. 
If I'm going to a place known as paradise, while getting to paradise might be fun and adventurous and great, at some point I still want to go to paradise and partake in the paradiseness of it all instead of the not paradiseness of it all. And then be like, man, paradise was great, so was the journey. But I will say this, I will say this, I do truly think it's never too late until it's the end. I don't think it's too late till it's over. I think within reason, there's a lot of things you can do and accomplish if that's what you want out of life. But then again, you can, it's never too late yourself until you are at the very end and it is too late. Now that's actually not a dark thought. I know it sounds a bit dark, but it's not. It's, as human beings, I think it's better to have something to want or to strive for or to believe in. I think it's better to have some sort of ideal than not. I think. I mean, after all, here I am after 3 o'clock in the morning, sitting at my kitchen table, speaking into my laptop to entertain the two to three people that will ever hear this podcast or see this podcast or whatever. I started a YouTube channel for this podcast and it's got zero views on YouTube, even though I've watched all of my episodes. That's a little weird, but whatever, whatever. I'm not upset. Totally not upset. But for me, there's a very practical reason why I can't go back to my former life. Because I simply don't actually have the capacity to. Here's why I say this. I have been studying and studying and reading and studying some very boring stuff. That could help career-wise in the other direction, the non-creative direction. And I keep studying it and I keep studying it and I've attacked it from different angles and the rate I'm retaining things, um, the tortoise and the hare and the snail would beat me in any type of race when it comes to this. And my brain has decided to reject all this kind of information because my brain knows it as boring. I think my spirit, my heart, my mind, my body, my soul have all aligned against me going back to how I used to live. Now, I have willed myself to retain certain things and information, and eventually I keep reading it and reading it and comprehending it and understanding it to a point, but the amount I absorb of things I'm interested in, even though they could be technically challenging, versus the amount of things I absorb when I'm not interested in the subject no matter the technically challenging aspects of it, whether it's high or low, are so vastly different. It's like I'm two different people, which is a very sobering reality for me because I thought no matter how crazy or whatever things got, I could always fall back into my old way of life. But now I realize that for me to do that, it's going to take... <laughs> the most effort I've probably done in my life because I'm fighting against 
who I am naturally. So now everything internally is fighting against the things that may be externally pushing me in certain directions. But also, if I think about it, externally, I've had a lot of doors closed for me in that other world that would otherwise be open. So I'm stuck in a kind of limbo and it's a very interesting place to be. And maybe it's by design. Maybe it's just chaotic forces of the universe. Maybe there is a rhyme or reason, or maybe it's not. But I'm committed to seeing it through. And that's why I'm here. At three something in the morning, talking to a microphone, hoping that more than two people will listen to this podcast. And not only listen to this podcast, but kind of understand where I'm coming from. Kind of understand what I'm trying to do. Kind of get it. They're like, you know what? I get it. I get it. And then, I'm hoping those people will come back. Maybe tell a friend or two about your podcast. Who knows? Who knows indeed? But all I know is with each passing day, there's more and more podcasts that come along. And probably the further down in the vault, my podcast goes. Nope, totally, this isn't depressing or sad or anything. And I don't wish I said it earlier because everything in its right time is what I tell myself every night before I cry myself to sleep. Except tonight, because again, insomnia. And I think that is where we will leave it. But before we go, I'm going to read you an excerpt that I heard from a Bollywood film about an award speech and things pretty cool. I don't know if it really applies, but I'm applied anyway. This is about getting that thing that you want, getting getting that final goal, obtaining that reward. I have tried so hard to get you that every being has conspired to bring us together. They say if you wish for something from your heart, entire universe will try to get it for you. Today, all of you have brought me together with my love. Thank you very much. I feel like I am the king of the world. Today, my friends, I am convinced that our real lives are like our films, where everything ends on a positive note. Happy endings. And if everything does not turn out well in the end, and that is not the end, there is more to the movie. And that will do it for yet another episode of the As Told by Reese podcast. I would definitely like to thank our sponsor, Insomnia. I think they'll be sponsoring the next few episodes, actually. Yeah, yeah, we got a contract, so that'll be great. I do hope you enjoyed your time here with me because I certainly enjoyed my time here with you. And thank you so much for spending your time with me. All right. I'll see you next time.